Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Have you ever woke up one day and you look in the mirror and you're like, holy shit, I've just aged seven years. That has been happening to me recently and I don't like it. I don't know. Being Asian, I've always... The thing about Asian people is you can't tell if they're like 12 or 65. And I've always looked 12. And nowadays, um, I I look in the mirror and I feel like I look 65. Like I, I can feel the... Uh, I know gravity exists because that's what science says. But I can actually feel gravity on my face because um, my face is drooping for the first time in my life. My face is drooping, and uh, this is some bullshit because if it was gradual, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But, you know, when you look 12 for most of your life and then you wake up and suddenly you have a droopy face, it's a little traumatic. Uh, anyway, yes, that is my opening. Now let's talk about how to build relationship armor. How to bulletproof your relationship. Okay, so I'm just going to get to it because there are so many ways. It's funny I say I'm just going to get to it, and yet I just wasted three minutes talking about my droopy face. Whatever. Let me be me. Okay, I really believe that we can build armor in relationships, um, and of course it takes effort. Um, And I say build because I think our relationships are built. Uh, Just starting from that sentence, I think many people don't know, especially if you're younger, um, that relationships are built, right? They're like your house. They are built. They're not um, things that just happen magically. Uh, Yes, there's chemistry that's magical. And yes, there are other things, right? Moments that are magical. uh, But the relationship itself is built. uh, and, And it's built because... Well, it's built with tools, and uh, the way that you get tools is by self-awareness and self-betterment and going through your journey of um, leaving your past uh, and all the shit that's happened in the past, turning that into revelations, um, leading into resistance and fear and all of that, right? Which is generally kind of like what life is about in general, but... That's how you start to acquire tools, and then with your tools, uh, you start to build something with someone uh, you choose to love, right? Someone who deserves you. Now, I also think that as you build your relationship, um, you can start to build armor, and I believe that you can protect your relationship. You know that every relationship is going to hit, go through falls, right? It's going <laughs> to be dropped, and it's going to uh, some may shatter if it's weak, and but others. Uh, if you have some of these things that I'm going to talk to you about, um, will be more durable, will have legs, and um, you could drop your relationship from a very tall building and it won't break. Okay, building armor. First, let's talk about your definition of love. Um, everything in general starts with our definitions, right? And and our definitions stem from how we see the world. And so our definitions change. My definition of love, say, 10 years ago, it was very different than my definition of love today. And based on your definitions, you're going to create um, a certain type of relationship, right? So if you're 
definitions are distorted or unhealthy, then what you're creating or what you're building is going to follow. So what is your definition of love today, right? It doesn't matter what it was 10 years ago. Um, hopefully it's different. If your definition of love today is exactly the same as your definition of love uh, was, say, when you were 18, I personally think that there's something wrong with that. Um, I think you have to ask yourself a lot of questions. Uh, or, or I think you haven't been in enough love experiences, or maybe you haven't had your heart broken enough. Um, and I say that not to be a dick, but people think that heartbreak is like the worst thing in the world. And I get that it feels that way, but the shattered heart is actually how our hearts become more tender. It's, it's how our hearts, um, expand and grow. And that's also how we learn. So if your definition of love is exactly the same as when you're 18, maybe you haven't been through enough, um, breakups and expired relationships and enough crazy because <laughs> sometimes you have to go through that well and I shouldn't say sometimes all the time you have to go through that to come out the other end um, with more enlightenment and learning right that's just a it's a law of life and there's no difference uh, when it comes to love so starting with definitions what is your new definition and uh, of love and hopefully it's very different than it was before um, my definition of love in my 20s was just like you know big weight on attraction and chemistry and sex and, and everything that felt good. Um, and not a lot of like what it takes to actually build a sustaining relationship, right? Uh, what it looks like to look inward, all of that stuff, right? What it really looks like to give instead of take uh, and to have your own life. So let's start with your definition of love. So if you want to create armor, you have to have um, a definition of love that is healthy. Creating a safe space is my second one. Uh, and I'm going through these kind of quick because there are so many. Creating a safe space is everything. It's soil. Uh, you create a safe space by active listening. You create a safe space by trying to understand before trying to be understood. You create a safe space by practicing vulnerability and being empathetic. Right? You guys know all of this, right? You're doing with life with your person, not at your person. You create a safe space by being super present, not defensive, right? Letting go of the tug of war rope. Uh, next one, fight without fighting. Guys, it doesn't matter how many times you fight. Some people think like, oh shit, this is going to be another fight. That means it's another crack in our relationship. And, 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 you know, and so people are so scared to express themselves. No. It's okay if you fight every day. It's how you fight. Fighting can actually be something that creates glue, that makes you um, um, closer to your partner. So how you fight is what matters, not how many times you fight. So if you learn how to fight in a healthy way, that creates armor in your relationship. It creates safety. It also creates a safe space. Like all of this kind of blends into each other, right? Um, and then you feel more safe to express yourself, right? And you know that every time you have an argument that the, 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 the sky's not falling, that the relationship is not going to be over. So how do you fight fair? How do you fight without fighting? Um, I just gave you the answer. You fight fair. <laughs> you fight by really trying to understand the person and practicing empathy. You fight by 
uh, not throwing chairs, losing your temper, right? Being angry. Those are obvious. You fight by really trying to understand the person before trying to be understood. You fight without your ego, right? You fight by expressing yourself by using I statements, not by blaming. You fight by saying how you, something makes you feel because no one can take away how something makes you feel. Most people fight by saying what you did wrong, not how something makes you, make, made you feel, feel, right? And if you start your fight or the fight is a, becomes an argument in a court case about proving something or about uh, how to change someone or what they're doing wrong or what they're lacking – uh, there is no armor in your relationship, and when your relationship falls, it's going to shatter. So fight without fighting. Okay, next one, love without your past. I talk about this so much, um, and this is actually one of my learnings of this year. The past has such an impact on the way that we love most of it subconscious. Um, because of our love experiences, we are st- positioned and we are drawn and we are um, reactive and we are um, we maneuver in a certain way right we position ourselves we react to certain things because we're triggered Um, to love without your past means to consciously shake your love edge a sketch brand new canvas right and to take ownership of what is the past and what you need to let go. And so you don't bring that into your relationship. So there's a huge responsibility in loving without your past. Most people love with their past because they're not even aware that the shit that they're doing and how they're acting and what's bothering them is coming from the old, not the new, um, because they're loving unconsciously. They're just loving because this is how they feel, not attaching awareness to how they love. Another one is giving the, up the need to be right, and I guess this kind of falls under the umbrella of um, fighting without fighting. Uh, in coaching so many people, everyone is trying to be right. You don't have to be right. I, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to go with Dr. Phil. He says once that he said once that do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Um, and I really agree with this. You, you can't always want to be right and be happy at the same time because if someone is right, then the other person is wrong and the person that is wrong is going to feel shame and lack and less than. Um, and if you're always trying to be right because that's how you're wired or because being right means that you're valuable, right? Oh my God, too many rights in that sense. But... If, let's say, you grew up uh, just dominating school, you know, AP classes, 4.0, an overachiever, you're always right. Let's say you're a lawyer, maybe. Uh, That's that's kind of an obvious one. But let's say, I don't know, whatever. But you're always winning. You're always right. And then you get into a relationship. Your knee-jerk, your behavior in a relationship is also going to always want to be right because it doesn't stop your behavior and who you are and how you're wired doesn't stop in your relationship right everything ripples in life so um the more that you are right in other parts of your life the more that you have to be aware of how that impacts your relationship because in relationships you need to give up the need to be right now this doesn't mean 
You can't express yourself. This doesn't mean to go the other way and mute yourself or put a muzzle on your opinions. That's not what it means. It just means that pick your battles, you know? You can't try to be right about everything. And if you do, um, you're not creating armor. You're creating cracks. All right, next one. This one I love, and this one's fun. Um, also, this is something that many people drop the ball on, including myself. Never stop courting. You know, when we're dating someone and we're excited about someone, uh, we're doing a lot of things to impress that person, right? Um, then we get into a relationship, especially if you move in with someone, and then there's routines, um, or maybe now that you guys have children or whatever it is, but we stop courting because we get lazy, because we believe like, oh, it's good now. I've made it to the island. This person is never leaving me. Um, the deal is locked in. Um, the deal is never locked in. People can leave you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but people can leave you. It doesn't matter if you have children. It doesn't matter how old you are or whatever. Um People leave each other all the time because they drift or they fall out of love or because of whatever. Um, always court, always be as romantic and thoughtful. And you know, this sound this might sound kind of extreme. Um, see the relationship as if it could end at any day, you know. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm not saying that to, to for you to walk on eggshells, but. Um, the person that you're with doesn't have to love you. That's a choice that, that they're making every day. And you also don't have to love the person you're with. That's a choice. And so it's also a, 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 a blessing. It's also um, something you should be grateful for, right? So always court that person. Tell them how beautiful they are or how invincible they make you feel. Or, you know, um, at the very least, <laughs> tell them that you love them and you care about them and you're supportive of their story and all of that, right? So, um, and of course, date nights. You know, I post a lot about date nights because I think they're so important. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're buying flowers or books or concert tickets or whatever it is. Um, and it's less about the activity. It's more about the, um, listen, I'm thinking about you and let's put work into our relationship. Let's build something. That's what it's about. So never stop courting. Uh, it doesn't come naturally, guys. It's it's effort. It's work. Uh, another one, practice mindfulness in everything, especially sex. Um, sex can become so mechanical. Sex can become very routine. It takes effort to spice it up, right? We get used to each other's bodies, the way that we like things. So practicing mindfulness means to... Uh, not only be present, but be aware of what's coming up for you. Um, and also exploring, you know, exploring in the bedroom, exploring outside the bedroom. Um, foreplay starts the, the the second you wake up and you look at your partner and, and you tell him or her that you love her or that you want them to have a great day or you give them your morning kiss or what. That's when foreplay starts. Foreplay doesn't start when you start taking your clothes off. So... Practice mindfulness, um, meaning be very present, whether you're sharing a meal or a sex toy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Be present. Practice gratitude. This is another one that's huge. Um, it's so easy for us to take our partners for granted. It's so easy uh, for us to look um, 
on over the fence or at other people and what we think that they have and and this person's boyfriend does this and it's amazing and mine doesn't and you know comparing um water your own lawn practice gratitude be grateful for all the things that your partner is or does that you've been taking um that you've been taking for granted and and maybe if anything if you're listening let me just remind you of that and maybe the practice today is for you to in action be appreciative of your partner um and everything that they do or everything they are um and remind them at the least just remind them let them know you know it's all about the little things little things are big All right, a couple more because I don't want this podcast to be an hour. Um, Give each other space. Huge codependence, enmeshment, losing yourself in the other person is very common. It's happened to everyone. Usually happens when we're younger, but it also happens when we're older. Give each other space to be themselves, right? I'm not just saying like don't spend every second with them, Um you you could actually spend as much time with them as you would like, but let them be themselves, right? They have their own opinions. They're going to wear their hair a certain way. They're going to uh, do life a certain way, put their clothes on a certain way, whatever. Let them be their own person. Give them space. Um, I'm not just talking about time. Give them space to be them. And then the, the next one is get a life. <laughs> Get your own life in relationships, uh, especially early on. We we you know we fall in love and we're so uh, into the relationship. We start ignoring our friends and our own wants and needs. It's important to have your own life. It's important that you guys have your own separate containers and you're coming together to build a bigger one. But have your own life. Allow the other person to have their own life. This is armor in your relationship. And another one, uh, and I'm going to kind of end with this, is see the essence of who they are, right? See the spirit of who they are. And I think it's so easy to forget why we fell in love with someone because we are only focused on what they're doing wrong or their behavior or because they get angry sometimes or, you know, we start taking a microscope and, and, and criticizing them. Um, and we forget to kind of pull back and see the essence of someone, right? Because the essence of who they are is the gold. That's what makes them unique. That's why you fell in love with them is like the essence of that person. Um, And I know it's a little bit abstract, but I challenge you to look at your partner in that way. Well, who is the essence of this person? And when you are reminded of that, then you're like, oh, this is why I choose to love this person. So these are some of the ways that you could create relationship armor. Um, I have more and I go deeper. I actually created a nine-hour audio course, and I purposely made an audio course, and it's exactly in this tone. Um, I made it thinking about everyone who listens to my podcast because um, I'm having fun with my podcast, and I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of um, super kind notes about just me turning on the microphone and talking, and so I decided to do more of it. Uh, So I turned it into this giant audio course called How to Bulletproof Your Relationship. It's under the theme of this creating armor for your relationship. And listen, if you're single, you should get this more because 
when you find someone who deserves you, you don't have to um, have the same experience as before because you know that shit didn't work. Uh, you're going to bring more to the table by having more tools and self-awareness, right? So you can build something better. So um, get my audio course. It's Just go to my Instagram and click my bio link and you'll see it there. Um, my Instagram is at the angry therapist and email me let me know what you think i would love to hear from you um i really believe that if we choose to be in a relationship we also have the responsibility to work on ourselves right uh, to acquire tools to build something um i think that's a i believe it's a responsibility i don't think it's extra right it's like it's like saying going to the the pound and getting a, a puppy right and then not feeding it and you know, not not training it, just allowing it to shit all over the house. Like you have a responsibility to raise the puppy, and there's no difference. Um, or else you're just not doing good in the world, right? You're you're litter littering. So, um, one way to do it, if you um, are not uh, seeing a coach or getting therapy, is to obviously books and courses and stuff. So check out my ID course. Uh, go to my Instagram, click my bio link, and you'll see it right there, front and center. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has, and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we can all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit.